Well, here we are. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Finally. Um, the first podcast. I'm so excited to have my best friend Alyssa on here. Um, y'all have a treat to get to hear from her today as the first person on the podcast because she is my current that I can think of only single friend. So we get to live a lot of life together because that's the stage of life we're in. And it's a lot of fun. So we have a good time. Yeah, we do. All the time. <laughs> so grateful for you being here today and helping me kick this off. Of course. Proud of you, my girl. Great. <laughs> here we are. It's only been uh, 10 months of talking about it, but here we are. <laughs> Finally so, starting. Well, like I said, you're the only... <laughs> single friend in my life but let's see a little I guess icebreaker um what is the single thing that you are most excited about in your life how about you give us let's do this your name what you do and what you're most excited about in your life right now yeah so my name is Alyssa um and I'm kind of in a transitional season of changing careers so doing a little bit of ministry right now and that's what I'm most excited about (laughs) um so we got a little two-in-one there um yeah I'm just excited because I'm doing what my heart desires and what I've prayed for so long about wanting to do it's finally like here in front of me and I'm getting to do that so that's what I'm most excited about you're doing it so well I'm proud of you because you have you're just bold in what you want to do and where you want to go with your life. And you've chosen a way harder path than probably a lot of people would choose. And you said, I don't care what the money looks like. I don't care what it costs me in my life, but this is what God's called me to do. And so I'm going to do it. So yeah, I'm proud of you for that. Yeah. Thank you. Great. (laughs) No better time to do it than now. That's true. Hey, there's no better time than the present to do it. Yeah. Cool. Well, we're going to jump in today, and this is the Single Girl Podcast, so we're going to talk about singleness. Great. Um, But I think we live in a generation that really just proclaims and says that there's this myth that your life starts when you find your person or you're waiting for this moment when you're going to find the person that you're going to start your life and you know all these amazing things are going to happen which is not false um a lot of great things happen when you know god brings somebody into your life and um we're both believing for that so (laughs) how um i guess what would you say to people that are thinking this myth that are waiting for the moment when they meet their person for their life to begin. What do you feel about that? What are your thoughts on it? And how are you not living that way? Or let's see this. How are you holding in one hand that you are believing for somebody and for this dream that God's giving you for a person, but also living your life to the full right now. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's really easy to believe like all of those myths, so to speak, I would just call them lies like right. about our life. Right. Um, and you know, like maybe it's, I won't be happy until this happens. So like being single, I won't be happy until I have mm-hmm. a husband, until I have my dream home, until yeah, I yeah. like have kids. Um, 
and it's easy to think that way because it's such a desire in our heart. Um, But yeah, I just think like choosing um, the right perspective, like shifting your perspective to say like, well, I have no, I'm never going to get this time back in my life. Mm, Like, I think that's why I'm so excited about my life right now. Like I was able to make this like career change and do what I want to do because there's no time like the present. Like if I was married and had three kids, like that would have been a whole other risk to consider and all these other things to factor in. But right now it's just me and Jesus. (laughs) So like I get to do things that maybe I won't get to do in five years, 10 years, whenever I get married, I don't know. Um, And that's not to say that now is better, but (laughs) you know, um, so yeah, I think benefits to both. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This season. Yeah. Um, And I think like, um, just like surrounding yourself with the right friends, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like you're a big part of that for me, like not like it doesn't have to, you don't have to have a boyfriend or a husband (laughs) to like go have fun. Like I can just call you and be like, Liz, you want to hang out? And like whatever. Um, And friendship brings you joy. Like, you know, Proverbs says that like sweet Mm -hmm. friendship refreshes the soul and awakens joy and So, yeah, I think we just need to find that in the people that are in our lives right now in this season. Yeah, that's really good. I think one thing that has honestly, like, made me mad, I think people are well-intentioned when they talk to you and know you're believing and all this kind of thing, but it kind of has made me mad in some instances and people are like, you have so much freedom. Some lady at work one time, she said, are, are you married? And I was like, no. And she was like, well, do you have a dog? And at that point I didn't. And I was like, no. And she's like, oh my gosh, you are so lucky. And I'm like, how can you say that to me? That makes me so angry. But also, like you said, there's a great benefit and opportunity you have to like take some risks, like pursue dreams that you have. Um, What would you say, I guess, in that area? What are some benefits, I guess, to your single life that you get to explore you know, because you have time that you don't have responsibility for some other people. Yeah, um, definitely, like, the dream thing, um, just, like, exploring that, and I think, too, like, you know, I'm not very old, I'm only (laughs) 23, and so, like, just, like, young at heart forever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I will be, I will be for sure. Um, just, like, discovering more of, like, who I am in the Lord, and, like, what he has for me, and, not to make it super spiritual, but yeah. I love the Lord and yeah. like he's the center of my life. And so that's just what I think of. Like I get to like intentionally work on myself right now mm-hmm. and just like focus on what I need and what's best for me. Yeah. And, you know, when you get married, like you don't, there's a whole other person that you have to consider in every decision that you make. And right. I don't have to do that right now. Right. I just consider myself. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's just, um, a gift to be able to do that right now and like I said we just have to like see it that way because it's not yeah. always easy to yeah that's true I think as I I wouldn't consider myself old either <laughs> I'm 26 <laughs> I'm like I'm not old um but <laughs> um I think as I've gotten older and you know like when you're 
18 and 19 and 20 and say you're dating somebody and you're like, I'm so ready. And I'm not saying that's not for some people, but I think as I get older, I feel more appreciative of like what I've worked through and things in my past that I have worked through that. And I'm, you know, not married still, but I'm like, I'm glad I'm at this stage and now feel in a healthier place for when that does happen. Um, I know both of us have gone to therapy, counseling, that kind of thing. Would you say like that is an area that if you're single, that'd be a great place to spend some time um, working on yourself as you're waiting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I'm not the guru on marriage because I'm not (laughs) married, but yeah, I would say like, do all of that that you can so you don't carry that into a marriage. Like, obviously you're not going to go into marriage perfect, but whatever baggage so to speak I don't really like that word but right whatever you can get rid of now and strip off now like do it and your marriage will be healthier for it you'll be healthier for it you'll be happier for it um so yeah definitely would encourage everyone (laughs) to do that everyone needs Jesus and therapy yes (laughs) Jesus and therapy everybody (laughs) Jesus and therapy that's good um one thing we do talk about is um would you read that verse I think we have it over there about contentment um maybe we don't have it down we had it somewhere Anywho's, well, we'll find it later. I'll put it in the notes. <laughs> um, but we have a lot of people in our life that are married. Most of the people in our life are married. Um, most of them have kids, have kids on the way, are getting engaged, all the things. And I don't want to discount because I know we both know that's hard because we are both believing, you know, for all these things that we desire. Maybe that's the verse. Go ahead. Read that one for me. The Psalms. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 37, 4. Right. So we have desires in our heart that we believe are God-given desires that are good and he's going to fulfill. And, you know, we believe he's good even if he doesn't. But, I think sometimes it's really hard because we've been in, I don't know this sounds cliche, but seasons of waiting um, for a long time, it feels yeah. like. Yeah. But we see a lot of people in our life getting the things that we're wanting. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to discount that that can be really hard and discouraging. So how do you like work through that when you feel like, you're holding maybe, or maybe this is just me holding in one hand, like excitement for somebody, but also some sadness for yourself. And do you think that's okay? Um, I do think that's okay because I, (laughs) you know, I think God gave us those emotions for a reason and, um, just spit on Lizzo. (laughs) Um, it's okay. (laughs) I think God gave us, um, you know, our emotions, but what we do with them, we can go wrong with that. Um, And so, you know, the sadness part or even like jealousy or whatever it is that you're feeling that you would maybe consider a negative emotion, um, I would say you definitely need to give yourself space to feel that. Yeah. um, Because if you don't, like it will just build up over time and then like you might ruin a friendship or, you know, whatever. And so, you know, I would say just process that emotion with someone that you trust that doesn't mean go to your married friend and, you know, tell right. them how you really feel. <laughs> right. Like, I'm so mad because right. you get everything and I don't have what I want. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. But 
go to your other single friend or go to your counselor or, you know, whoever. Write it in a journal. Just get it out, um, I would say. And then on the other hand, um, you know, being happy for your friend, like walk in that, um, encourage your friend, tell them you're happy for them. Um, you know, I think when we, when we speak things that it just like will become what we believe. And so as you continue to speak encouragement and life, um, and just congratulations over your friends, like, I think that will become the like, um, most prominent emotion that you feel, about you know all the things happening for your friends yeah yeah I think that's so true too and it's like I don't ever want to I don't know what the right word is or emotion I guess but be discouraging or hold back somebody's like celebration or congratulations for their life because I think about like when it's my turn I want everybody celebrating so I'm like I don't want to hold that back for somebody because of maybe I'm jealous or I'm you know envious that they're getting yeah (laughs) that's just real um you know you have to work that out with the Lord too but um that's how I think about it too. Sometimes when I'm like feeling those emotions, um, I'm like, well, I don't want them to hold that back when it's my turn to yeah. be celebrated yeah. when it's my turn that this is happening in my life. So why would I hold that back, right. you know, for them right now? Yeah. 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 So good. So good. Okay. One more question for you. Maybe two. Um, I was just thinking about how do you continually say that God is good, even when you feel like he's not answering or not listening to you. I think that's very real when you're asking for something. I mean, I've been praying for my husband for six years now um, without having um, really a long-term relationship in there. How do you continue to you know, believe in the character of God and say that he is good, even when you're not getting, you know, what you want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I would just say like what you focus on matters. And so mm-hmm. like focus on the character of God and the goodness of God and just practice gratitude, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, people that's thrown around a lot, whether you're Christian or not Christian, like gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. And I think honestly, like our culture is kind of like sick of that, like terminology, like gratitude, you know, like life is hard, life is horrible. Why, why would I be, you know, grateful? Um, but it matters. Um, and I would just say like, you know, I take time if I'm feeling like some type of way, like to intentionally practice gratitude and literally just thank God for who he is. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, not even necessarily like what he's done for me, because uh, I could do that all day long, too. But just like, thank you, God, that, yeah. you yeah. know, you're faithful, exactly. um, yes. that you're reliable, yeah. um, just all the things. Just thank him for who he is and his character. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and God is doesn't change. So yeah, I think same that's yesterday, today, yeah, and forever. Yeah. Which is so good. So you can continually, even if things aren't good, say, God, you are good. Yeah, and I'm yeah. trusting in something higher than myself, even if, you know, this doesn't look good right now. And I loved what you said about intentionality and gratitude because I feel like sometimes like if you're in like the habit of trying to be like thankful and grateful or maybe like that's part of like how you pray or whatever like that sometimes I feel like I can get into like 
you know, thanks for the sunshine today and thanks for, you know, waking me up, God, which aren't aren't bad things. But if I really sit down and say, you know, thank you, God, that you provided in my finances this week. Thank you, God, that, um, you know, these things that I really saw him show up and I'm just grateful. And maybe it does have to start with, you know, thank you that I woke up this morning and thank you that I got out of bed because that have been seasons I've been in life too, where (laughs) I'm just grateful I made it out of bed. Mm -hmm. Um, But that intentionality I think is so good. And really just even taking five minutes to just sit and say, man, things aren't as bad really (laughs) as I perceive them to be because there are a lot of also good things in my life yeah and even like thinking about um you know we're talking about singleness and so like if I look back on my life like I thought you know five years ago that I would be married today I had full plans to do it oh yeah um (laughs) oh yeah but like now I look back on that season of my life when I was you know planning my future with someone and I'm so grateful that the Lord intervened and just for all he's done and so you know, even looking back and like mm, just seeing yeah. the hand of God, even over the last year, like I I just can clearly see like, oh, like God didn't give me a husband because I wasn't ready yeah. and or the person that I was with wasn't right. ready. Right. Um, and so, yeah, just seeing the goodness of God in every circumstance. Yeah, that's really good. I think the looking back part too gives you kind of like um what's the saying like hindsight's 2020 I guess um of what he has done so that you can hold on to that for what you're ever currently going through because some situations in your life and um I know some seasons in my life my singleness has felt like blaring in my face like I can't think about anything else I am just like consumed by it yeah and so I think that is so good like looking back and remembering you know all that God has done and saying you know I don't know how God's gonna work and still in this moment I I don't know how God's gonna answer my prayer and when it'll be like you said I if it would have been my choice I would have been married with probably two kids by now yeah Yeah. (laughs) but that's that's not God's plan for my life and that's okay that you know God's plan is unique for me and it's good and so I just have to continually remind myself that he's good and his plan is good for me even if it doesn't look like the status quo or in the timeline that you know culture says or yeah yeah what I thought it would be so comparison is the thief of joy (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah any other thoughts on that just stirring in your head I don't think so. Okay. Just be grateful. Be God is good. grateful. <laughs> and all the time. God is Okay, well, I want to finish up um, and ask you to give a piece of advice. I know you've given lots of nuggets already to our friends. Um, but a piece of advice to someone who is single and maybe feeling really discouraged or feeling left behind, um, feeling like maybe God's forgotten them or, um, you know, they're not on the timeline of everybody else and they feel left behind. What would you say to somebody just to encourage them? Yeah. So first of all, that's a lie from the enemy. (laughs) Um, and so, yeah, I would just encourage you to declare truth over your life. Um, and if that means you have to open up your Bible and, Like, go to all the promises that God has declared over your life and just speak them out loud over yourself, then do that. Um, And I would even encourage you, like, as you do that, 
um, to make it personal, like, you know, I don't know if you are, you know, feeling maybe, maybe like part of that, like feeling left behind, like you feel like you're unlovable Mm -hmm. or um, like you're not enough yet. Like make it personal, like figure out what you really are believing um, about yourself because it goes deeper than just like, you know, feeling uncontent and feeling, you know, left behind. Like it's deeper than just that. And so I would just say, dig it out and yeah, declare truth over your life over and over. And sometimes, um, you know, I've been in seasons of my life where I couldn't believe, you know, truth about myself. And so I've had to have friends speak it over me. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I would just say, speak truth over your life. And if you're not in a place where you can receive it and believe it, have a friend, like tell a friend that you're struggling with that. And I can guarantee that your friend will encourage you and speak truth over you um, just over and over. Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking of one um, verse and I think it's in like Deuteronomy or something like that. I got it too. (laughs) But um, actually it's probably in several areas, but it says, never will I leave you and never will I forsake you. And what you're saying, like make it personal. I just feel like that's a verse, like I've really clung to over the years and maybe you have to put your name, like literally speak it out loud and it might be weird or look yourself in the mirror and say, never will God leave Liz never will God forsake Liz or to really make it personal to yourself because he's speaking you know it wasn't something spoken thousands of years ago to not be true for your life now yeah so yeah it's really good make it personal well thanks friend for kicking us off this is so good and um we will have you back already know that (laughs) (laughs) so great well happy um Monday, everybody, and we hope you have a fabulous week. Yeah.